26th of February will hold yeah, dear place in many Manchester United fans' hearts for uh, yesterday, obviously, winning the Carabao Cup. 2017, the last time they won the Carabao Cup, and 2006, again, winning the League Cup at the time. So it seems like if we're going to have a cup final on that day and United are involved in it, just write them down as the winners. So it's no longer a Mickey Mouse Cup then? I have... always, what you, like, whenever the Man United fans they're saying other teams like the yeah, it's, it's not that big a trophy. Don't get over you get over yourself, <laughs> and then they win it, and it's amazing. Yeah. Um, obviously, United have got a bigger priorities at the minute. But first trophy since that Europa League final uh, back in 2017. It's nice to be back winning. Oh, the horror! Six years of no trophies. Oh, <laughs> what will we do? It's too long for a club like Man United. Don't hold your ball like that. <laughs> especially if you grew up uh, in the Sir Alex Ferguson era, you're just used to winning trophies on a yearly basis. Obviously, these last decade hasn't yeah, gone only so well. Twenty eighteen. <laughs> said the Sir Alex Ferguson era. I oh, know, but look, it, it was just, I guess, sort of funny watching Wembley become "I'm a Newcastle celebrity fan." Get me out of here, because <laughs> mm. yeah. Unlucky to them, it didn't work out. No, but I think they've got to be not obviously disheartened about the result and the fact that they didn't get their first silverware in over 60 years for a major trophy. I think it was 63 years. There was a post going yeah, around the I can't the remember day. the exact year it was, but it was a, it's a long time. Well, <laughs> mm. they're definitely on the uprise and going in the right direction of becoming a team that can compete for these competitions in the future so uh, it, all hope is not lost obviously uh, winning the Carabao Cup this season would have been perfect for them uh, just in kick the start, start this of, era yeah. I, I look to Man City winning the FA Cup against Stoke that's when you look to them going okay here they come mm-hmm. <laughs> this would have been Newcastle yeah unfortunately obviously they can't do it in the FA Cup themselves this uh, season which Fucking hell, I've just realised we've got games tomorrow or Wednesday on that bloody hell. Yeah, though, the FA I'm Cup. not ready for it. <laughs> midweek FA Cup that's not replays, it irks me. I'm a traditionalist in that point. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you mean in that sense. You don't care about the FA Cup, so... No, I don't care about it, but... Is it just because midweek... it's, we're the quadruple now, is it? <laughs> no, it's just midweek FA Cup is just weird. I've, I've, I've literally... I'm not over the this weekend's results yet because you're not over the last week as a Man United fan. It's the best week you've had in a, quite a while. Yeah, it is quite true. Um, but yeah, let's get on to the cup final then itself. Uh, United ended up winning the game two 0 Great result for uh, Eric Ten Hag's side. First piece of silverware, like we said, since 2017. Bit of a Topsy-turvy game, I'd say, for the first, like, 20 minutes or so. It was quite close, it felt. Yeah, end-to-end, almost, cagey. No one really yeah. trying to fill each other out a little bit until, you know, I did make the breakthrough eventually. Yeah, great ball in by uh, Luke Shaw to find Casemiro. Casemiro. <laughs> <laughs> that man I mean... deserves his own bit right now, and I think we're about to give it him because he's... In contention for signing of the season, he has to be up there because we've seen games when he hasn't been played, whether it be 
the first couple of weeks after he signed, when he was out with his red card suspension, United just look lost without him. And with him in the side, they just he brings a new lease of life and that winning mentality that he had uh, uh, during his nine years at Real Madrid. Yeah, something like that, I think. He is exactly what Manchester United had been after for ages. Since Popham Michael Carrick retired. Was it that long, really? <laughs> well, I was for Kimo Maron for Laney, but <laughs> each to our own. I mean, we know which ones Man United uh, hold in higher stead. There. Are you telling me Scott McTominay isn't up there? He's had his games where he's looked good, but he's too inconsistent and he wouldn't be surprised if he goes in the summer. If a bid well, was to come in for him. I mean, that's a different discussion entirely, but Casemiro is massively important to Manchester mm-hmm. United and everything they will want to do now and in the future to establish themselves again and this result goes a long way in trying to do that, I guess. Oh, 100%. It gives them the right step to go, right, lads, we now know how we can beat these teams and get to cup finals and win a trophy. This is the uh, blueprints. Just follow this and you'll see success come in uh, over the next couple of years. Obviously, like you say, there is technically, and I say this with massive quotation marks, there is still a technical chance they can do the quadruple. I don't think they will do. Not the quadruple, but... <laughs> a quadruple, let's say. A quadruple. You just know if you somehow do it, you'll be saying, oh, this is better than any quadruple Liverpool would ever do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always say Champions League has to count. That it is, that. But it'd still be an impressive feat if they, in the odd chance, they did do it. Yeah. You could definitely do I mean, the, the Liverpool-style domestic treble, I feel. I feel like that's definitely on fierce. Yeah, I'd, with the fact that, we, like we've said previously, we've already played Manchester City and Arsenal home and away, and they're probably mm-hmm. the two best teams in the league at the minute, it's, OK, we've got to continue our strong footing in the league, and I hope that they slip up and then uh, we're already into round five of the... FA Cup with game taking place on Wednesday. I forget you, but you probably is Burnley, West Ham. I know West Ham. Yeah, yeah, you probably should come through that. Yeah, so it, it it's one of them where you'd like to obviously have the faith and believe that you can win it, but I think realistically, if you're Man United, top three finish and another trophy of the FA Cup or the Europa League, and you'd say that's a very successful first season for Eric Ten Hag. Said, you know, I think some of them would have bit their hands off for that, maybe. Oh, yeah. So I think the, the, the whole view is this is a transition season. We've got to get used to what he wants, but it's already happened. Even if the yeah. first four months, it looked like that's what it was going to be. So the, the change has been quite dramatic. It seems post-World Cup, everyone's finally Post- figured out. lost to Aston Villa. <laughs> They have already gone in spite. It's like, you don't lose to Aston Villa. They're supposed to be the charity. Or is it um, a certain player's now left the club? Hmm. Hey, look, if he's enjoying his life watching YouTubers fight (laughs) and and Instagram (laughs) models, no, he's not. Uh, But yeah. Yeah. There were two celebrities at that fight last night. I'm almost disturbed. I don't class boxing as a sport anymore. It became too much of a. Although, uh, if I'm gonna, farce. if we're gonna talk about yeah, you know, high class boxers, it was nice to see one of the best pound for pound 
Funch just sat in the crowd behind Deontay Wilder. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, back on to the Man United game. Yeah, so Casemiro opened the scoring after uh, 33 minutes. Six minutes later, Marcus Rashford, well, was initially pretty too big, but then he goes down as a Sven Botman own goal. Yeah, I don't know how that was an own goal. <laughs> it was just no, a yeah. You can't call that an own goal. That was unfortunate. I think it should. I wouldn't. Yeah, they can appeal to the dubious goal panel. Don't know if they will do. Doesn't really matter. Why would they? <laughs> I mean, personally, to Rashford, it may matter because he may have goal bonus in his contract. But Man United, on the whole, they don't care. They he's going to get paid this year. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah. So two 0 done by halftime. Confidence. Although Newcastle did go into the game a lot more in the second half, causing a few chances, I, for me there wasn't anything desperate. And I thought, okay, this is where United are going to concede here. There's like a five ten minute period where there was a little bit of worry in me, but um, I don't think they ever put too much threatening on David De Gea's net too much. It was a lack of cutting edge, I think. Yeah, Callum Wilson didn't have a great game. For me, and I was surprised no. he started when you signed someone like Alexander Isak. Your club record signing for, for the price you pay for him, you'd want him playing in these big games. And even when they brought him on, he wasn't playing striker by the looks of it. No, I mean, uh, he came on for Sean uh, Longstaff, who was obviously in the middle of the park. Yeah, the, I don't know what they did. I think they went to a 4 4 2 and it limited their options midfield. Wise, they're trying yeah. to do a lot out wide through Alan San Maximo, which worked when you have someone like Diogo Dallo on who couldn't deal with him. And then when it came up against Aaron Wan Bissaka, he wasn't having the same fun. No, he just looked really poor when uh, it's nice to Ten Hag made that. A little bit on Wan Bissaka, it's nice to see him not turn it around and look like he's getting back to the player that I think United wanted out of him. Yeah. Um, definitely should be starting out of Dallas. It's one of them because pre the problem with one injury. Is you, what managers wanted out of him was attacking abilities, but he's not that. He's no. the old school defensive right back. Yeah, which has worked brilliantly over the past seven eight weeks or so. And then and I think United were better weeks. with him. In if I'm honest, yeah, but I think why Delos gone off a bit of form is because he did get the injury yeah um, where because if you think about it pre-injury he was our best was right good. back he was and you're ball, thinking wan would be out of the shop window there was many yeah. talks about that uh, during january but it just seems to have flipped around and he looks like wan is now a really key part of that united defense absolutely and Wherever we was, I think Newcastle just lost. We talked about their cutting edge, and then they lost it the second they took San Maximan off. No one else was good off for that. But Jacob Murphy. Yeah, he just never been the second he came, and I was like, well, that's it then. You're not winning this now. Give it coming back. Yeah. Doesn't offer the same same kind of creativity that St. Maximan can. And it's proof that they have a lot to do in terms of improving their depth as well. You've got to let some players go. If clubs can will want them, to be honest, it's getting rid of the the old era still, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it is one of them where it could take a few more transfer windows to get sorted out in that sense. Uh, in the turnovers of like new 
players in, old players out, whether that be their contracts expiring or uh, what do you call it, moving on to different clubs. So there is a lot to be uh, that will still come in Newcastle's process because they're still at the start of this process realistically because what we're a year into Eddie Howe's yeah, just over a year. Just over a year. So there's still a lot that's going to change over the course of the coming years uh, at Newcastle whilst he's there. And I think that's also why a lot of them, managers. Yeah, I think that's also why a lot of them were not as disheartened after the game as well. They were like, oh, okay, it's unfortunate, but I don't think the wait will be as long for the next cup final. No. And like we said, nothing coming for the rest of this season. But if they keep playing the way that they have done in uh, the Carabao Cup this season in cup competition, both the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup next season, again, they have a strong chance of uh, winning it. Yeah. Uh, two more things, I think, I could say for this one. Uh, didn't like that Carrius got a bit of a pile on. For that second yeah. goal, because it weren't his fault. I think mean, no, that people I mean, just doing it for the bit. It's like it weren't basically really. just blaming Carrius because it, it's him and when he I last played in. Well. I think he did pretty well. I think he could still do a job somewhere. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's a bad keeper. I think he seemed to bring his life back again once he left Liverpool and went over to Besiktas in Turkey. I didn't realise he played for Union Berlin as well. Was that? Pre-Liverpool. I think that was, might have been his last club. If... Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember what the Sky stat said. Uh, the last one is, I think, Manchester United have Robin Olsen to thank for getting to that stage and winning the <laughs> the cup in general, if you remember that game, that one match against Aston Villa. Cause... Yes. He had a dreadful you, you have him to thank for this. <laughs> Get him his winner's medal alongside Martin Dubravka. <laughs> I knew that line was Did coming. Dubravka end up getting a winner's medal? I've not seen anything about that. Um, well, the thing with the Carabao Cup final is they're allowed to get 30 medals for uh, players in total. So I think the he post. can get one. <laughs> I think he can get a winner's medal. Whether he'll take it is another thing. I don't recall him walking up with them. Or he went and says, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I think he's technically allowed one because he did play in a Carabao Cup fixture for him. So, you know, by the hustle. <laughs> yeah, uh, should we move on then to other games? Yeah, um, Chelsea. Yep. <laughs> Just. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's not good, is it? <laughs> no, it's dreadful. 2 0 loss to Spurs yesterday. Everything that could go wrong is going wrong. I mean, the lowest scorers in England joint with Everton in the top four divisions. It's, it's pretty <sighs> horrific. Like, it's that's, horrendous. Yesterday was probably the last time I watched them fully 90 minutes for the first time in a while. It ain't great. <laughs> it's not good. No. They've just got no, almost the same thing with Newcastle. There's no cutting edge in their attack. Yeah, there's nothing lively about them. But, I mean, if you look at their front four players yesterday, Raheem Serling has been really poor this season. Waste of a signing. Hakim Ziyech. 
they were trying to get rid of him. Right they almost got the rid deadline. of him. <laughs> yeah. So that makes sense. Joe Felix. I'm he's not probably the, the only one who looks like he can do something, but he's surrounded by the rest of them who haven't got it. He's a month into being out of the club, and he's only on loan anyway. Yeah. And then Kai Havertz uh, uh, up top. Not working for him, is it? No. So, for me, you're always trying to ask for problems. And then you bring on Dennis Zachariah, who this loan just made no sense whatsoever. Is uh, it a loan? Mick... Yeah. That's the blimey. I still feel like he could do uh, a job anywhere and still be pretty good. Yeah, if he's just not fitting in this Chelsea team. I don't get Obviously... how someone like Ruben Loftus-Cheek's playing ahead of him. <laughs> That's... No, I don't know. understand how he's still His whole team selection yesterday was a bit weird. Because yeah. he just left out the majority of the new signings and went with those who had been there ages and hadn't, in the hope that it would work out for him, and it just didn't. And it looked worse, yeah. if anything. Mm, he only played two of his new signings, obviously Enzo Fernandes and uh, João Felix. Didn't help. Obviously, Thiago Silva going down injured in the first 20 minutes. Big blow for Chelsea. Don't know the full extent of that injury as of yet. It weren't uh, great if like Harry Kane fully landed on his leg. Yeah. This one you're expecting him to be out for a long period of time. Um, yeah, Fafana came on and he's not played a lot either because he's had injuries. So it's... Mm-hmm. It all could want to... You've got, you got Ben Wild, Baddy Ashila, and every time I've seen him, I think he's looked okay. So why isn't he playing enough? I don't think he knows his best 11 yet because he just seems to be yeah. cropping and changing his 11 week in, week out, whether it be eight or nine rotations or just two or three. He, he just doesn't seem to know what is working best for him yet. And obviously there's a lot of people coming uh, coming from Chelsea fans saying the Potter out brigade. Uh, what I want to say is I don't think a manager has had such a hard start to the Premier League life because I don't remember. He got appointed after the summer transfer window, so he's had no pre-season, no first window, like summer window, which is obviously open longer than the January transfer window. He then has to pause everything he wants to get implemented into his team for a whole month because of the World Cup. He's had loads of players out injured throughout this season constantly. Obviously, the main one everyone known about for ages has been Angolo Conte, who's probably been Chelsea's best midfielder for years. I think he's now. going. Uh, apparently, he's signing a new deal. Oh, well, I hadn't seen that one personally. So I, re- I, yeah. re- I restrict my last comment from the record. Um, <laughs> so, and then obviously, like, yes, they've spent 300, 400, whatever million in the January trip transfer window just gone but we've seen in the past money doesn't buy you success especially with so, players who probably don't fit whatever the hell Graham Potter's trying to implement yeah so I feel like he needs a full pre-season and getting a fully rotated team that he knows he can trust and select week in week out and I think the rest of this season is just about not slipping too far down the table currently 10th we'll take, place we'll take a com- conference league place I mean, I think the lowest they should be finishing for him to stay in the job this season has to be no lower than 13. Anything lower than 13 this season. Like anything I think, bottom half is atrocious. I think 13 below is sackable. 
I think... No, it's the old thing, bottom so half. It's, it's probably sackable. Uh, only reason I say 13... You can't be finished behind Aston Villa, guys. You know the rules. <laughs> I mean, you can also slip down. But there's only, like, six points between Forest and them, so... I'd laugh at your statement. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's tricky times. And I, I do think he needs a full pre-season mm. to implement his ideas and work his ways around it because like I said I don't know Premier League but there's not a Premier League manager yeah. that's had to be tasked with coming into a so-called top 14 bringing his own ideas then pausing for the World Cup and then trying to get it working again it's just an impossible task really you would have to ask Chelsea fans to look across London and Graham Potter said did he say himself about Mikel Arteta uh, I'm not too sure don't know if I had seen that somewhere, but if trust is given to the manager, it sometimes can pay off. Oh, yeah. There's no guarantee that it will pay off. But it does not have. If they give him a couple of seasons. This is what I'm not, like, from the outside not looking in, I'm a bit surprised that, that it's all on ground pass because it isn't. Partly it is because his vision's not coming across to the players clearly. Whereas a lot of it has to look at the higher ups as well. Well, their recruitment is just baffling. Yeah. More and I more, mean, I'm saying this begrudgingly because it's still very early. What was the point of signing Mudrick? No idea. Just to stop Arsenal having him. Was that? Yeah. It's more and more beginning to look the case. But I'm also thinking as well. Enzo Fernandez, apart from this World Cup where he had three I'm, or four good games, I'm holding back on that one. I think it's too soon to judge that. At least he's playing. But I feel like it's kind of the same thing as Mudrick, though. You bring him. Work, you yeah, I think crazy. it's a, a more simple. Look. What was why did you go there? Why? Yeah, it makes no sense. Well, then again, I'm not going to be good as a player because he's going to take the move in it, and it's his home as well. Yeah, it's just so pointless. Yeah, very strange moves that have uh, happened by Chelsea in the transfer window, and I don't know what's going to happen with them for the rest like, of the. It's a difficult one to determine from the outside, isn't it? And I think even Chelsea fans probably don't know who to to go fully in on. There's a lot of factors, isn't there, in this? Yeah, a hundred percent. Um. Anyway, on Spurs, good win for them. Yeah, decent. <laughs> they were all right. Uh, <laughs> Oli Oliver skipped. Very nice. Prime. Nice. Should Kevin be saving? Yes and no. See, I, I was watching it with Daddy saying he's got to save that. He's got to save that. But I'm like, the pace of it, and that it's swerve again, he's got Koulibaly in front of him. Maybe you can give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, that's what I'm like. It's, it's one way... You think, okay, maybe he should be, but then you're like, actually, quite a lot of things happen, and that's why he doesn't fully save it. Yeah, also, the, the second goal was Harry Kane just beat his man. Yeah, easy Harry Kane-ness. Harry Kane-ness. <laughs> Harry Kane-ness. Yeah, I've just invented uh, a new word. But there's one thing we haven't discussed. Uh, what the hell was this VAR rolling on... ZH because it was confusing in the moment 
and then even trying to explain the reason why made zero sense whatsoever. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm not even going to try and go into it. And what was funny was the farm was supposed to be on Havertz, like for a little kick at one of the players, and Ziyech obviously shoves. Was it Kane? He did shove Kane over, didn't he? Mm. And then Emerson Royale comes in, unnecessarily barges Ziyech. He gets a yellow card for that. Then Ziyech has shoved Royale. But for one angle, it looks like he's got him full flush in the face, which would get him sent off. Sent off. But the other angle shows that he clearly shoved his shoulder and ended up brushing his face. And Emerson Royale made the most of it. Very, very strange, but he stayed on, so he, he can't be complaining. But the whole confusion around it was because they couldn't look at it on VAR unless he was sent off. So what does the referee go and do? He sends him off. Sends him off. Unnecessarily. When he did that, I was like, oh, no, that, no. <laughs> Come on. But then he, it was, this is when he got confusing because he sends him off and then ran straight to the money. It's one of them where it's so convoluted, really. Yeah, if you if you're not sure, you don't send the player off. Just I, go when did that change? Because I him. thought VAR could just tell him, "Do you want to have a look at this?" Without having to even administer any sort of red card. If you think it's something that he want, he should look at. Tell him that. Yeah, I have. It's just make things so confusing for yourselves and, it, and yeah. everyone else in the stadium because you're not telling them anything. Yeah, it just becomes a lot more baffling and you're just like, I, I don't know what is happening anymore. It's just this whole system. It's it's not the system. It is the individuals who they come up with the rules and laws behind it and then who are then trying to carry it all out. They, they, they're not, they don't know what they're doing. Mm. It's, uh, I don't even know what to say anymore about it. I've, just, I've wasted too much energy on it. Yeah, it's, it's just frustrating and draining every week talking about this thing where these individuals just can't get it. Yeah. Why can't they get it? Everyone else in Europe gets it. It's, honestly, I just want to just fucking sack it off, for God's sake. I don't want it to be sacked off because then when we sack it off, we'll be money where oh they've missed that and VAR would have stopped yeah, but that. Human error. People make errors in life. Nobody's perfect, so it's just one of them this where this gives them a chance to make the right decisions that they would miss. Yeah, but they're not though. But that's on them. That's not on VAR. That's just the the, the humans that can't do it. They're just not good at their jobs. It's as simple as that. Mikel Arteta's right. Don't fight him. He's correct. I mean, whether he is correct, he is technically... Well, he isn't allowed to say it. Hence why they got fined. But it's I'm glad he did anyway. that. Say once. Take the fine. Because then it's out there. Yes. Anyway, speaking of Mikel Arteta, his Arsenal side beat Leicester... Just uh, about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I said just about they dominated, actually. They were the better team. Yeah. Uh, Martinelli with the only goal of the game just after half time. Although uh, Leandro Trossard did have one rolled out. And when I saw it, I was like, what? What's wrong with that? Yeah, there's no foul on Danny Ward there. He's just made an absolute. Is he even near him? (laughs) No, there's no. uh, I thought it was on. I don't actually think it was on Danny Ward. I think it was on 
whoever it was who slightly had their arm around the Leicester defender. I can't. I think Harry Suter's arm was. I don't know. All these confusing right. again, and I can't be asked. Yeah. Um, great win for Arsenal. Helps them uh, maintain top spot. And then uh, title challengers Manchester City, rampant 4 1 victory against Bournemouth. Totally didn't predict 1 1 for this. <laughs> you silly man. You Honestly, silly my, silly most boy. of my Super 6 predictions this weekend were draws and. No, didn't happen. <laughs> uh, I actually went with three nil. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd saw yours. Yeah, you, you did well. Fair play. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah, much better performance from Manchester City considering how critical we've been of, the, of them of their last couple of games. I also put it as the opposition. You know, the, the levels were just clear to see. Yes. Also, there's an album if you're going to give them the goals as well. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ, you're making it fucking too easy for them. Like, if City won't score in them opportunities, then you'd be worried about them. Yeah, I, I think we're trying to make this big thing afterwards. Oh, we we beat them with this midfield. Calvin Phillips, Max, Perona, and who else was it? Mahrez or Sergio Gomez? I've no idea. I don't know if it was either of them. But anyway. Well, they both came on. Anyway, it's yeah, like, God, you realise that's still better than anything that anyone can produce because that's what you've got. Yeah. Also, I feel like this is one of the first times he's actually made five subs in a game. I know. Like, he, he actually remembers. He does it when he doesn't need to, but he won't do it when he has to. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, I'm not even going to talk about it. Well, again, this time it made sense because you can rest players given that you've won the game very quickly. Yeah, and are they still in the FA Cup? That's it. Yeah. Yes. They've got Bristol City tomorrow. Just, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, I'll quickly go through the other games. So Friday night's game, Wolves Fulham played out a 1-1 draw. Uh, good game, that one, actually. Actually, very decent, I thought, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leeds beat Southampton 1-0 to give Javi Gracia his first win as manager, with Junior Firpo scoring the only goal of that one. I'll take that, and I think Southampton back down to earth after beating Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, Your Aston Villa winning 2-0 against Everton. Uh, Ollie Watkins from the spot, and Emi Buendia. Yeah, Emi Buendia, again... I deem to the confusing category because he always plays best when he's come off the bench. Mm. <laughs> it's just odd. I don't get it. Uh, Leon Bailey's finished. How many times can I say that one? This guy's done. Stop, he's got to stop starting him. I like you and I, but please stop. Yeah, just get rid of him. He's too useless. Play John Duran more. <laughs> just play anyone in that position, not Leon Bailey. He's just not good enough. He's not. He can't play in this league. I don't know why his confidence mm. is shot. And mm. Ollie Watkins, his confidence is sky high. Yeah. Is that five games in a row now? Yes. Uh, yeah. First time any Villa player has done that since 1985. Jesus Christ. That is he impressive. Continues to do well. Who knew? Who knew? Steven Gerrard is actually a terrible manager. He had this guy at his disposal and he drained the confidence out of him. 
That doesn't surprise me though with Steven Gerrard, let's be honest. Uh, it's just baffling. Like Ollie Watkins on form, top striker. And mm-hmm. should absolutely be in the England the next England squad. You take Callum Wilson out, <laughs> get him out, away from that. Because England have got a good plethora of forward players. You're trying to think your, your three England strikers now. Harry Kane. Are we still classing Rashford? Well, let's class it as him as a forward. If I'll class him as to... an official forward, so he's the fourth one, and then you're looking at two of us. Sammy Abrams coming back to form, so I want to put him in there, and then it's Watkins. What about Florian Balogun? But, uh, you know Gareth Southgate's not watching French football. I mean, yeah, but he's putting his name Carry that on next season and you're in, yeah? I've just remembered Eddie and Ketia. I'm, I'm an idiot. It's going to be Eddie and Ketia. And Ketia yeah. and Watkins. Yeah, and I think Saka and Rashford will be classed as forward players. Not players yeah. forward. And then obviously, yeah, like you, out you wide. Foden, Sancho, Grealish. Does Foden even deserve to get into this? Go on. I know you know he does. You, you know he does. He, he does. Anyway, we're not talking about international. He's, he's, which is mad to say, because we know he's capable of it, but he's not mm, really. Anyway. He's, he's not, his best position isn't really out wide, though, is it? And he doesn't play in the middle, because obviously he might have Kevin De Bruyne to put there. Yes. But enough about England and international football. I don't want to be thinking about that. That is that's uh, coming up, isn't it? Uh, next month. Yeah. Because it's like a two-week break, I'd seen an invite. Is that international? Yeah, I believe that's the start of qualifying for Euro 2024. Decent. Yeah. Uh, Another decent thing. West Ham's last 20 minutes or so against Nottingham Forest. Jesus Christ, did they turn up there? Yeah, Forest. I don't know what happened there, but not very good. Danny Ings scored twice, but he actually starts. He's capable. The resurgence is on. I know it's typical that he would go and get like more than ten goals now. Yeah, how it works with us. Uh, yeah, but crucial win for uh, David Moyes. Obviously, there was all the pressure last week saying if he'd lost that game, that uh, he could have been sacked. We we were even speaking about it on Friday. You said said this, not me. Well, there was reports, and I said it on Friday. I say we. Yeah, you you did say it. Everyone came back to hear us talk about David Moyes sacking, but no. Brighton, West Blackburn, Fulham, Leeds, Bristol City, Man City, and then the rest of the games on Wednesday. You have Southampton versus Grimsbury, Burnley versus Grim- Fleetwood. Grims- I just like Grimsbury. Grimsby, <laughs> Burnley, Fleetwood, Man United, West Ham, and Sheffield United versus Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, I'd buy the FA Cup's happening now, isn't it? Yeah, midweek FA Cup. I'm not ready to rack my brains around it yet. It's nice to have something on. Yes. What I am ready to wrap my brains around is the European football because it was the Mbappe and Messi show for PSG last night. I didn't realise that that goal made Mbappe joint top goal scorer at the club. Yeah, 200 goals. That's crazy. That's actually crazy. Him and Cavani. Uh, two top scorers in PSG history now. And that's mm. quite mentally been still there, what, three or four years? Five, five years. Is it five years? Jesus. Yeah, 2017. Between 2017 and 2019, he, he was there. <laughs> Blows mm. my mind. And the fact he's 24. Is yeah, that, that's what it's 
probably why it's more mental. Like he's like gonna he's, do bits. He's like ten to twelve days younger. He's gonna do believe. bits unless he ever gets his Real Madrid move. Yeah, uh, world class performance between him and Messi just absolutely running the show for Who them last night. Exactly, he can have his uh, weekly or yearly holiday around this time of year. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we already went into detail on that one. <laughs> we don't need to go there again. Yes. Uh, elsewhere, second place, Mo- uh, sorry, third place, Monaco lost 3 0 to Nice. Uh, that was is... it. I'm back on PSG because they beat Marseille 3 0. Did you see that the PSG's manager, Christophe Golsey, was almost trying to fight Marseille fans? Yes, which just doesn't. Why did he me. do that? <laughs> what was it, Marseille? Yeah. It's always Marseille. Because they're a mad bunch of bastards, that's why. Uh, they're just absolutely crazy. Amazing, yeah. Back to it. Uh, yeah, so third place, Monaco lost 3-0 to Nice. And uh, fourth place, Lens. They managed to draw 1-1 with Montpellier. And Lyon managed to beat Angers uh, by three goals to one. Over in Wait, the... Guys, that stand up. Have you said that Reims are still unbeaten? <laughs> In the last like few, the last few games, or did they lose at some point? I bet they did, didn't they? And that just makes me look. Uh, give me a second. No, they're still unbeaten in a while. They've had a couple of draws. Uh, Rem's last defeat was the Coupe de France. They lost that one, but yeah, league-wise, they're, they're still doing bits. They haven't lost in the league since September. They haven't lost this year in the league. 18th of September was their last league loss. Yeah, still a pretty incredible job that Will still's doing. Yes, he's still doing a good job. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, in the Bundesliga, and Bayern Munich uh, managed to get a 3 0 victory over SC Union Berlin. Yes, uh, Eric straight Max forward in that one. <laughs> yeah, Kingsley Coman and Jamal Musiala on his 20th birthday, scoring the goals there for uh, Bayern. Dortmund managed to beat Hoffenheim 1-0, uh, Julian Brandt with the only goal of the game, which is now nine wins in a row this year for Dortmund, which is their longest stretch in history, which is incredible. Back to the uh, two-horse race now, are we? Possibly. Uh, RB, Leipzig managed to, yeah. RB Leipzig beat Frankfurt 2-1, Timo Werner and Emil Forsberg with the goals, both assisting each other in that one. Mainz beat Mönchengladbach by four goals to nil, and Bayer Leverkusen were held to a 1-1 draw with SC Freiburg, which is obviously bad news for Freiburg, good for Leverkusen in the sense of sticking roughly mid-table. Over into Italy now, and Napoli continue to shine the way uh, this time beating Empoli by two goals to nil. Victor Osserman and an own goal uh, provided the victory there for them. It's almost Inter 20 Milan. points. Yeah. Especially with Inter Milan losing 1-0 to Bologna. Uh, also on Saturday, Ricardo Orsolini with the sole goal of that game. AC Milan are keeping the pressure up on uh, Inter Milan have now moved level on points after they beat Atalanta 2-0 yesterday and Roma and uh, have yet to play because they're playing tomorrow. So we still have like four games to go in Italy this weekend. And finally, over into Spain, Real Madrid uh, drew the Madrid derby, won a piece. Very yes, late. I had that on as well. It was feisty. 
Yeah, uh, Alvaro Rodriguez scoring his first Real Madrid goal. Eighteen-year-old uh, looks a really promising talent. Uh, the year of going forward, and let's hope this is the start of something. <laughs> it's an audio thing. Uh, Barcelona losing one 0 to Almira. Yeah, I mean, is it? Does it? Is this where it begins? <laughs> the losing to Manchester, losing to Manchester United in the Europa League ends Barcelona's season potentially. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, however, they have actually came out with a statement this morning saying uh, Lewandowski has had a hamstring strain and he is out and his recovery will determine his availability, which is obviously a human disease. I don't know what you need to say that. So like, can their, their weight get any worse? Mm. And obviously Ansu Fati being out injured again as well. Yeah, it's a shame with that, isn't, isn't it? Yeah, massive, massive shame. Also, another bad weekend for another team in the top four. Real Sociedad losing one 0 to Valencia. So this weekend, maybe been... the turnaround is happening for Valencia. Who knows? Yeah, mate, it's not a good weekend for sides in the top four in uh, La Liga, which is good news for Real Betis after they won three two against Elche on Friday. They now move within two points of uh, Atletico Madrid. So things are getting close and it means more European football is exciting. Another league that has kicked off this week and we spoke about it on Friday was the return of the MLS. Yeah, I am. I confess I've seen nothing. <laughs> well, he did score. <laughs> yes. They did win. They told him he was finished. However... Matthias Click in his first game in the MLS since joining from Leeds United stole the light with his goal, which was an absolute beauty. No, I need to do some checking out on the MLS because I'd seen the MLS's back hashtag pop up on my Twitter. Just didn't yes. click it. <laughs> but yeah, they told well, my the man L- he was finished. <laughs> the LA Derby was fantastic. All right. <laughs> okay. Do feel me. Didn't happen. Oh, it didn't. <laughs> No, it's been, uh, it was postponed due to uh, the weather and it's now been moved to the 4th of July. Looking at LA, how exactly the weather stopped the game happening in LA? Uh, I think they've had hailstorms. Hailstorms in LA, okay. Yeah, so that's what postponed the game. Uh, so Once the blue first... moon hailstorm. Yes. Uh, so the first weekend of the result, Nashville uh, beat... NYCFC 2-0 with Walker Zimmerman scoring the first goal of the MLS season. Still like the most if... American name ever, Walker Zimmerman. Yes. Uh, like we said, DC United uh, under Wayne Rooney won 3-2 uh, with Matthias Click, Christian Benteke on the scoreline there. Uh, Phil Neville's Inter-Miami beat uh, CF Montreal 2-0, so good result for the English managers out there. Did he say that? And... Did you say about the new team? I thought I wasn't. Just about to get on to them now. Uh, St. Louis City SC managed to beat Austin FC by three goals to nil, with João Klaus scoring the win at four minutes from time. So, very good win for them. And they were 2-1 down at one point as well. Yeah, it's, it's ideal to win your, your first fixture. Literally yeah. ever. <laughs> Couldn't ask for a better start to uh, franchise history by winning... Uh, three goals to two there. Decent for them. So, uh, I don't know what else there is to cover. I think we <laughs> did. Oh, I've just seen. Apparently, 
Marcus Rashford has now been reversed and given oh. credit for the second goal. <laughs> so let's go. See, all in the mind. Unagi. <laughs> uh, he gets the extra goal bonus then. Maybe that's why you went pestering to the effect like, guys, I'm due another 5k here. Can I have this goal for me? And like, yeah, sure. I'll, I promise to Everything just going right for him right now. Yeah, uh, a man in absolute brilliant form at this minute and one of the top strikers in European football, yes. Uh, Right, that is everything this week. We'll be back with our usual preview uh, later on this week and look back at the FA Cup. This will be the shortest one we've done for a while. I feel like we went in quite a lot of depth, though. I know, it's odd. Are we actually being professional? (laughs) Yes. Also... I know I said I didn't, we didn't speak on Liverpool, but I generally, we generally just glossed over that result because we didn't speak on it. <laughs> yeah, and that is all we need to say on that result. Yeah, Boring. Who cares? They're finished. Yes. Finish. Right. <laughs> uh, we'll be back later on this week, like I said, to uh, look ahead to the weekend's fixtures. I actually haven't seen anything that's coming up, so. Uh, FA Cup and next week. There's got to be some... I have no idea. Uh, Man City playing Newcastle. I think that's an interesting one. Yeah, that's a big game, actually. Could determine. Uh... Arsenal or Bournemouth? That's no. Uh, oh, d- next week. Next week. Oh, Sunday. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh yeah, Liverpool Man United. It's, it's Liverpool Man United. <laughs> yes. I mean, is it even big anymore? <laughs> it's at Anfield. You get a ch- good chance to embarrass them. <laughs> Yeah, good. Um, You'll be pumped for that one. Definitely when Sunday comes around. Yeah, well, that is all now. <laughs> for that one. Yes. We'll be previewing that Friday. Exactly. Right, in the meantime, make sure you like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from and that you're following us on Twitter at OffTCPod for all the latest news and stories, including the winners of tonight's uh, FIFA The Best Awards. That is that is tonight, yeah. I looked at that for. Is that tonight? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, apparently, according to press in Spain, Lionel Messi's the favourite to win. Yeah, I think he does win. Yeah, and uh, apparently, Alexia Putellas wins the women's one. Again, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, so that is it from us uh, today, and we'll see you later on in the week. Oopsie.